We all have our own struggles and battles to fight, and at times, they really do seem insurmountable. Whether it's a persistent addiction, a destructive behavior, or a mental health problem, the road to recovery can feel so long and arduous. But what if there was a simple yet powerful path that could help us break free from our signature sins and find healing? In today's show, we dive a little bit deeper into the RISE 12 Steps program, which is a transformative process that has helped countless people overcome struggles and achieve a life of freedom and fulfillment. So buckle up, friends, and get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth that, you know what, if you give it a shot, might actually change your life forever. You know, I am getting back into the swing of things of this podcasting world, and today would be my first real return to a actual template for my show and just stuff that I want to put down. And one of the things I'm going to add daily to the show, I'm calling the axiom of the day. And this morning I actually spent some time. because so I was like, what, what is an axiom? I can't even remember when I chose this word, but the axiom, this is kind of interesting. So each day, Right after the intro, I'm going to give the axiom of the day, which I can choose from 18 of them that I've collected now over a couple of years. And axiom typically refers to a statement or proposition that is considered to be self-evident or universally accepted as true without requiring proof. So it's kind of one of those no-doy sort of phrases or words. And I do this a lot. It helped me a lot in my own recovery to have. That's why I started collecting these phrases. So it's stuff like, it just is the name of this podcast. One day at a time. Faith without works is dead. Be part of the solution, not the problem. So I have actually 18 of these, which you get if you become a stay classy member or a VIP member at smalleyinstitute.com. So this is in the study I encourage you to pick one out every single day. And honestly, it's one of the more consistent things I've used in my own life and in my own healing on living in recovery from my own stupidity. So I'm looking here through the list of 18. Uh, well, we haven't gotten into the actual steps yet. But my axiom number 12 Keep your first step close. Ah, once we get to the first step, you'll understand. But here's why I do this. It's really helpful to have these little phrases, these little words, when things get tough, when you get stressed out, when your negative emotions are getting all twisted up. Sometimes it's just helpful to go, hey, because especially like in moments when I really mess up, number six, comes out a lot. Progress, not perfection. So am I getting better? I blew it right now. I blew it earlier today. I blew it, whatever. But wait, how am I today compared to what I was six months ago? So progress, not perfection. I think they're very helpful. So today, it's keep your first step close.
And what we're going to, what I'm focusing on today is a part of the RISE study. That's how I'm launching this new podcast of mine is going through these 12 steps, which obviously I learned going through my own time in recovery. And then I've kind of reworked them and, 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 and edited it into a model that fits a signature sin model instead of just an alcoholism or addiction model. Because the truth is everybody has epic struggles and that's why I call them signature sin. So what is that thing in your life that is wrecking it and you just can't stop doing it? Well, today is one of my favorite things I have in the entire study. It's the how it works reminder reading. It's something that if you've ever been involved in a recovery program many times, something similar to this is read at the beginning of every single meeting as a reminder. And it's actually something in the study that I encourage you to print out and I encourage you to read every day. So I'm just going to read it for the podcast episode today. Just hear the words. Let them sink in. I encourage you, go to smallinstitute.com, join so that you can really unpack what this stuff means. So here's the a great daily reminder reading of how it works. So how do you live in freedom? Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not find healing are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. Usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. There are such unfortunates. They are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. They are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living that demands rigorous honesty. Their chances are less than average. There are also those who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them recover if they can be honest. If you decide you want freedom, and are willing to go to any length to get it, you're ready to take certain steps. The testimonies shared in our meetings are confessions of what we used to be like, what happened, and what we are like now. In the past, we hoped to find a softer way out of our signature sins, but we failed. Be fearless and thorough from the start. Reject your previous ways of thinking that failed you and surrender completely to God and His will for your life. Remember, we deal with signature sin. It's cunning, it's baffling and powerful. Alone and isolated, it is too much for us to bear. But there is one who has all the power. That one is God. May you find him now. Half-hearted attempts did nothing to break us free from sin. Let today be a turning point. Accept God's protection and care with complete abandon. Here are the steps we are suggested as a program of freedom. One, we're powerless over our signature sin, which is wrecking our life and relationships. Two, God wants us to live and can restore our sanity. Three, do I want to live or die? If I want to live, I'll turn my will and life over to the care of God and surrender everything. If I want to die, I choose to stop here. We make a fearless and honest moral inventory of our signature sins. 
5. We admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another person the exact nature of our wrongs and signature sins. 6. We own our signature sin and desire to change. 7. We ask God to help us change and to remove all our signature sins. 8. We make a list of every person we harm and ask God to reveal any names we forget. 9. Repair any harm I can without hurting anyone else. 10. Accept I'm human and will screw up. Repair it immediately. 11. Ask God to show me how to live and pursue His will. 12. Keep doing steps 1 through 11 and pass it on. Many of us felt, I'll never be able to do it. Well, don't be discouraged. No one is perfect. We are not saints. The point is, we are willing to grow spiritually and focus on progress. We hold dear to spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. Three critical ideas come to light. One, we are broken and cannot manage our lives. Two, no human power can relieve our sin. And three, God can and will if he's pursued. And that is the How It Works reminder reading. You know, I'll just take a moment here before I come to the closing this episode of the daily show here. It just is. But, you know, the thing that I want to encourage you, and, and you know, obviously I'll talk about this a lot, but it, it says here and it covers it at the very beginning of this How It Works reminder reading is if you're willing to be totally honest, if you're willing to be honest, it really doesn't matter if you have mental illness, if you've been raging in addiction or signature sin of anger or pornography, it doesn't matter how long this has been going on or how deeply it impacts you negatively. If you're willing to be honest, you're going to get better. And I know... <clears throat> doing what I've done, I've got to get better at clearing my throat. I heard it editing the last episode, and that's just gross. So I apologize, clearing my throat like that. But it really starts with honesty. Are you willing to be brutally honest? If you have a mental illness, freaking own it and go, dang it. I struggle with narcissism. I struggle with codependency. I struggle with borderline. I struggle with, I don't care. Who cares what it is? Why? Because it just is. So get over it. You had a rough childhood. There's probably some really dang good reasons that you have such massive struggles in your life. Okay, own it and go, dang it. I have this issue and I really screwed I've screwed my own life up and I've screwed my kid's life up and I've done all these different things. Okay, it's true. Now what? That's what honesty is. It's okay, now what? I got to deal with this. Read the book. I mean, you know, if you're narcissistic, you might want to check out People of the Lie and, and be open to going, crap. Is this the kind of nonsense that I'm pulling on people? If you if you if if you struggle with borderline, read Walking on Eggshells. 
just read it and be open to the idea of, good Lord, are these things that I say to my spouse or these things that I do or say to my kids? And, oh Lord, I need help. And then get whatever help you need from who, whatever professional, from whatever program, get the help. It's worth it. So that's what I wanted to highlight. You know, from time to time in this show, I will do some It Just Is Global Intrigue. I got nothing today. So I do have another audio recording from my friend who's still living in southern Lebanon, but I didn't have enough time to get that organized. So I'll try to get that for tomorrow's show to get you um, some further updates about what's happening on the ground from a friend who's still there. Those of you joining in for the first time, I lived in Lebanon till late July, early August of this year, and God really told me to get out of there. And I am thankful I was obedient, obviously, considering what's going on there right now. Uh, one of the new things I'm already adding on, what is this, day three of this new podcast is every single time, well, now that I say that out loud, I'm like, yeah, you'll forget. But every show I want to close with the serenity prayer. And I want this to become a consistent part of your life. It's become a consistent part of mine and it really helps. That's all I can say. This, is, this prayer is a testimony in my own life. And I think if you're willing and you really listen to the words of the prayer and you take the time to ask God to help you implement it, you're going to see a big difference. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Your will, not ours, be done. And remember, keep listening, because it works if you work it.